0: you don't need to have it all sorted out. You don't need to be in the perfect, perfect, perfect place to receive love because you are always in the perfect place. You are always where you are meant to be. And you can heal in relationships. You can continue healing in relationships if it's your right person. Hey, soul family. I am Madison. And I'm Danielle. And we are the Ascended Sisters. This is a podcast full of love, light, and experiences with the divine beyond the veil. We are going to be answering your questions, bringing through channel messages, and delighting in all things spiritual. So grab your sage, grab your wand, and a cup of tea. Let's get to this. Hey guys, it is Madison and Danielle. We are so excited for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are so excited to just jump in with both feet with this one. It's going to be juicy and yeah, we're really excited. Deep dive into some very juicy topics. Sexy topics,
1: <laughs> Sexy topics. Love it, yes. Well, I'm getting excited just thinking about it so let's
0: get started so how did this come about oh my goodness well with my own experience um with my own experiences in the past this became something extremely extremely important to me when i was going through my spiritual awakening i was led to this book called Earth by Barbara Marciniak, I want to say. So she channels the Pleiadians. And again, I think it's important to bring up as we've brought it up on the podcast in the past, that balance is super important, especially if you're someone like me who just like gets excited about things and just like goes for it. It's really important to activate the other side of the scale and make sure that you're cultivating and like, Harnessing balance in your life. Um, so yeah, when I read this book, I got <laughs> pretty excited, but also was on high alert with the energy that I was allowing into my life. Okay, so can you so I haven't read it yet. So can you give me like a little synopsis? Give me some like absolutely. absolutely. So basically it's the Pleiadian perspective on us living life on earth so the human being how our bodies work how energy works it is such a good book i actually found it on youtube there's the audio go listen to it for free it is fantastic i think i listened to it like three times three summers ago just like crushed it and one part that really stood out to me, I mean, they cover it all. They talk about, like, you know, woman and your menstrual cycle, the food you should be eating, relationships. And then one part that really stood out to me um, was sex. So they talk about what's really happening when you are engaged with your partner or whoever you're currently vibing with at that time. <laughs> And it made me really think about the choices that I had made in the past. And of course, you cannot beat yourself up for anything as you didn't know what you know now. That's just the truth. And in order to be who you are now, you had to have those experiences. And, you know, I was in very serious relationships my whole life and you know, I I was always extremely respected in the relationships. And so that was always, you know, an experience that I had. And it it always just takes one experience for someone to just have a different perspective of something, right? (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, so after this, I just became really aware of what I desired and how I wanted to be treated. So this book came into my life at the perfect time as I was truly having my awakening and just wanted to live this really holistic yet still extremely passionate life. Um, The way that they approached the topic of sex in the book was just revolutionary. It was fantastic. And one thing I think we all need to remember is that we are energetic beings, right? That's what we are. That's just, that's the truth. So when you are having sex with someone, you are exchanging information energetically the entire time. So say you're having sex with someone who has all of these traumatic issues, say with their mother or father, or they've been sexually abused in the past, you're actually inviting all of that into your field. And of course, you can do like cleansing ceremonies or whatever you want to do. However, you know, you still have to deal with those repercussions. And that's why a lot of people, you know, I've been talking to my friends about this subject, knowing that we were going to talk about it tonight. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my friends have said that, you know, if they ever did have like a couple one night stands or whatever it was, you know, growing up, you're just trying to like live your life, whatever, (laughs) always felt extremely sad and depressed after. And doesn't that make perfect sense? You're not actually connecting with this person on an emotional level. You're not having the conversations with them about their families or the experiences that they've had before this interaction. So you're really inviting all of this low, dense energy into your experience that you're actually going to see a reflection of in your day-to-day life after you've experienced this. You know, Mm -hmm. what do you think Mm -hmm.
1: of that? Gosh, I really think that's absolutely, I can see both sides of it. So I've definitely experienced what you were referring to, where with connecting with someone energetically that you maybe shouldn't be, you know, maybe like deep down, you know, you're (laughs) yourself is probably telling you eh, girl what you oh, doing one, babe. <laughs> <laughs> just keep moving on but you're going there okay alright we're just gonna have to work on that later yeah Um. but on the other hand there if you're connecting with someone even if in a very brief way that you're still connecting with them in, in a way and gathering information just more about yourself each time through each experience, learning what you do like, learning what you don't like, and then learning from that residual energy as well. Mm. Ooh,
0: yes. You know, whether it's good or it's bad. You cannot beat yourself up about anything that you've experienced in the past, regardless of what the situation was, because without those experiences, you wouldn't be at the level of consciousness that you are at now because you needed those experiences to to gain that knowledge, to gain that perspective, to gain that understanding of what you were putting on your path, because it's truly you putting everything on your path on a higher level, your higher self, your oversoul. You're like, plop that in there, plop this in there, plop that in. Like You need all those experiences to be where you are now. So I love the way that you just said that because even learning from that residual energy is exactly what you need to be doing at that time of course because it came into your experience you created that you brought that into your reality to
1: to learn from that and to understand maybe not at that moment or maybe not the next day or a year from now or 10 years from now but at some point in the future there was a reason for all that coming into your reality.
0: Obviously, with that being said, still try to be as mindful as you can and as conscious as you can with every situation that you're being presented with. And I think that's just the main key here is remembering that we are energetic beings. And when you are engaging in a very sacred act, because it's very sacred, you are exchanging information on a subconscious level, on an energetic level. And if you are just wanting different experiences so that you can really decide what you want, fair. Like you do whatever you want to do, but just remember that sometimes there is going to be a repercussion. Sometimes you may feel out of sorts for a month or two because you're actually working through this other person's dense energy that they we're carrying around with them because of trauma or whatever, right? Sure. And like, don't you get knitted into that? Isn't yes. that what
1: the experience is? Yes. Like when you're so intimate with that person and their energy and their energetic field, then it becomes this, I, yeah, I just said like knitting this like fabric of mm. a feeling. And usually, usually it's not
0: that great of a feeling. Absolutely, 100%. Right? And it's the same thing as, you know, like being with your best friend or being with your boyfriend. And like, you guys are so on the same level that you literally keep saying the same things, or someone says something. And like, I was literally just thinking that, you know? So it's like being on that wavelength, but with be, like engaging in that sacred act with someone, you're you like literally the next day you could be thinking thoughts that aren't yours and you're like where the heck is this coming from and they ain't your thoughts baby girl you know yeah. like it's and, wild
1: yeah and isn't you like aren't you tapping into that subconscious that consciousness like yes. isn't what
0: that is right yes absolutely yeah. so it's like a melding of the two people i mean or I mean, I'm not too educated on this, but there's now this whole poly thing. <laughs> so maybe with like multiple partners, I don't know. It's not my thing. So I'm not too educated on it. <laughs> but supposedly they also say that we as human beings are quite weird that we are monotonous. Well, not everyone is. A lot of people actually aren't now. Um, whenever my friends bring that up to me, I'm like, I am not the right person to talk. <laughs> However, with that being said, there is so much channeled information out there that it's actually natural. It's hard for me to keep a straight face during this conversation because I am maybe I'm not as evolved as I think I am because I am like, I only want to be with one person. That's just my vibe. But anyways, so it's actually natural to have multiple partners. So that was a mind warp for me. And also way back when we've created, we've like, yeah, sex is this whole loaded subject nowadays. But in the past, when we lived in tribes, it was actually normal for people to just have sex anywhere. And now that would be like blasphemy, you know, because I mean, let's be real. No one wants to walk down the street and like start okay, this episode.
1: I love this. If you're in New York City, you you see it in very interesting places happening. Uh, yeah. You're I like, mean, oh, under own... a bridge? Oh, yeah, under whatever oh, you your
0: understand? Whatever your desires are, you do you, boo. But, yeah, so it was, like, pretty normal back in the day for people. Because it's, it really, I think it's because of what we've made sex. You know, there's so many different terms for it. And it, it can be almost like a derogatory term, like, the way that you say it correct? And the way that you approach it. But in the past, it was, I mean, it still is, especially, you know, for certain individuals, some more than others, but it's a very sacred act, you know? And that's why for so many years, I was just like, no, like this isn't, I wouldn't, I hadn't held someone's hand. I hadn't kissed someone, barely even talked to anyone because I was like, nope, I'm like waiting for My partner, I'm waiting for my person. And I didn't see the point in exploring that just because of the knowledge that I had um, brought into my life. You know, I I really wanted to keep my energy sacred and I wanted to only share that with someone who respected me as much as I respected myself. Right. So,
1: Um, When I was younger, there was a period of time in my life when I said (laughs) that I was, like, toying with the idea of being
0: a nun. Oh, yes. You told me this, actually.
1: And, yeah. And can we talk about that? Absolutely. You know, relationship, right? That correlation between this pure like devotion in a way, or devotion to a, that certain frequency, right? That God, goddess, universal energy, source, devoting your physical body to that by abstaining from any, like these sexual
0: acts? I don't know. We may have a little bit of a different opinion on this, but I do think that big picture source has made us this way for a reason. And I believe, well, again, this whole believing thing, like, oh, it's, it, I catch myself saying believing now because I'm like, oh, I don't want to limit myself. I don't want to limit myself. You know what I mean? You know, because when you say believe, you're like, oh, no, you're like cutting yourself off from all other possibilities. But um, from my understanding and my connection to source and the vibe that I get, from source directly is like, I want you to explore. I've given you this body. You are this body. Together we are creation. We are the one. I want you to go out there and I want to express through you because I am you. And I think that priests and nuns, I understand why they are doing that. But I do think there's a bit of a filter that's creating that need for the extremes, you know? Like, oh, if you want to be a nun, you have to abstain. It's like, well, I can be a devoted nun and get mine too. (laughs) You're with a partner that really respects you, is on the same wavelength as you. Like, why does it have to get in the way of your devotion? Why does it have to mean that you're a little bit less connected like that's that's actually ridiculous when i mm-hmm. when you know what i mean when i think about it that way it's like that can heighten your connection to source because you're engaging with another version of yourself really and you're having that experience with source energy really when it comes down to it and like let's just be real it's an amazing feeling it's an amazing experience and like Why should some beings have to abstain from that just to show their
1: devotion? I feel like that's definitely one of my fears and something that I actually do still have to work through as like, okay, well, if I'm going to have sex, then does that mean that I am losing that connection a little bit in a different way?
0: If this makes you feel any better, this is the thing, this is the positive thing. So we talked about the earth the book by uh, Barbara Marciniak called Earth, and it talks about some of the repercussions of having sex with not a boyfriend, not your husband, not your partner, not your girlfriend, whatever, whatever you are. So when you are in the act of having sex and you and your partner are in love and you are communicating about what you want in your relationship and what you're expecting and you're on the same wavelength and you want to be together and all of this beautiful stuff. When you are actually having sex, you are accessing different realms because your Yoni is literally a portal to other realms. Mm. So yes. And so when your partner is inside of you and you guys are having this insane connection through this, you are actually unlocking magic within you. You're unlocking information within you that was lying dormant before because your mind is relaxed, your body's at ax, your third eye is starting to open because you're sensing what your partner wants you're tuning into their needs you're Mm -hmm. you're truly like accessing their information as well psychically and you are creating something so unmatchable together in that moment and let's just be real here you can't like do that yourself like you can (laughs) in a different way but it's different like you're not having that like you know what I mean it's a different experience you're not having the accessing different you might you're probably accessing different realms when you're on your own but like you know truly through those portals that can be easier access through some help from your (laughs) partner you know you know what I mean oh my god so many this episode I'm like losing my words because I'm getting so excited but I just think it's truly it's so important and even dating like I remember um of course my love Daniel Scranton he's the best shout out having a session with him and I was telling him that I like felt this is a couple years ago and like Mm -hmm. feeling the pressure from my parents because they were noticing like I'm not going on any dates. I'm not, and I'm vocalizing to them. I'm like, that's not what I want right now. Like I'm waking up and like, I don't even want someone to text me. I don't want to hold hands with someone. I don't want anyone to kiss me. Like I am waking up and that this is just, this is the, what I'm living, you know? And I felt the pressure from my parents to like get out there, like, you know, go on some dates and whatever. And I just, you know, I was asking him about it. I'm like, within my body, it doesn't feel right. And he's like, yeah, it's, it's not, It's not right for you right now. Like you've moved past that part of your life. You're now on the trajectory to like be with your person and that person's going to come into your life because it's divine intervention. You don't need to go out there and seek them, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just remember feeling so good when he was telling me that because all the pressure dropped. And I remember I was off the phone for him, off the phone with him for one minute and I was already dialing up my mom and I'm like mom like listen to this and she's and he also said like your parents are experiencing like some fear because you know just because of something that happened in my past um super not supportive of my ex-boyfriend wanted me to break up with him since day one and I feel like they kind of felt not like responsible because it was my decision, but almost like, okay, like now it's been a little bit, like, we want to see my daughter happy and like, you know, be whatever. Mm-hmm. So I called up my mom and I was like, mom, like I had this amazing session with Daniel and this is what we talked about. And she's like, you know what? He is right. Like there is a bit of fear, but I also know you. I also know the woman that you now are and I have complete faith in what you've created for yourself and what you're doing for yourself. You're a completely different person than you were a couple years ago. Like, if you're if you want to be single and live your life and do all of this amazing spiritual stuff that I wasn't on board with a while ago, but now I see what you're doing and I am so on board, like you do you. And you know, it was just so good to have her support. And then a couple months later, it's like boom, something happens when you're when the resistance releases, right? And then you're like, oh, hello, who are you? Hi. Oh hi. Oh, oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <Roar>. <laughs> Okay, I want you to talk about your experience with Evan, though, because it's so cute. You guys fell in love at first sight, dropping the album the next day after your first date. Like, you guys are so cute. Tell me more. It really was um, just a lot
1: of divine intervention, just very uh, beautiful coming together. He's definitely my, like, knight in shining armor, let's say. You know, you know, uh he's just like we've been there together for each other
0: through a lot of things. Things aren't always gonna be perfect, things are gonna come up, and you need to be with the right person because shit is gonna hit the fan sometimes. Where we live on earth, that is gonna happen. Yeah. And especially before
1: you have like a hyper awareness, I would say, of your consciousness and unconscious. Um Hi. Yes. You know, <laughs> like you in a way need that other person to be reflecting those things back to you so that you can <laughs> be seeing them and experiencing them either in a, you know, in a receiving way or um, in a in almost a confrontational way, right? Um, right. And, and confronting them for yourself. So yeah, Evan and I met in Miami on an event at an airport. We were standing outside (laughs) in a parking lot, just waiting for a a van to show up, to pick us up. And I had known the keyword player and he was in the band with the keyword player. And our, our friend just said, oh, hey, Danielle, do you know Evan? Oh, Evan. Hey, look, it's Danielle. Do you know her? And literally, we just, he just started talking to me. He just started, we just started like talking. And I had never seen him talk before. I'd seen him like once before at a gig and I was watching him because there was no one at this gig. It was like just the other band, it was just us. And I was just watching him play. And I was like, who's this cute bass player? He's so
0: miserable looking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, the healer in you is like, I must help. (laughs) Oh, please. When I was like fi- when I was a baby, I used to go and find stuffed animals that looked sad. I can picture you right now going to the store, finding the saddest looking stuffy and just taking it into your arms and being like, baby, I got you. So fast forward, you know, to Boston, I don't even know years, <laughs> 20, whatever. I'm so glad. I'm so bad with time. I'm so, and, no. I'm. I'm actually the worst. My friends call me out all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, like three months ago, and they're like, that was two goddamn years ago, Madison. And I'm like, oh right, sorry. I'm just like shifting into many different parallel realities, and I have no idea about anything. <laughs> I can't keep track of
1: all the realities I'm in. I'm no, really I, sorry, guys. I literally cannot. <laughs> oh, we went out on a date and like we had this amazing connection and yeah so that like very next day after that date he was just like holding me in his arms and telling me how much he loved me and at that moment I was just like who else is gonna do this I just got a download.
0: We are totally going to channel together on your past lives with him. We have to do that. Cause I would, yeah, let's do that sometime. And then we'll, we'll post, we'll put it in the podcast. Um, Because that is like, you guys are meant to be connection. Like the rest is history. Like you guys are married. You guys live in this amazing house. Like, you know, I'm yeah. He's your divine partner. And it's really interesting because I,
1: would just question that a lot, mm. you know, like question that partnership. Oh, am I doing the right thing? Is this really the right one? Like, how do I know? <laughs> you know, like the Whitney Houston song. How do right. I know? <laughs> um, I really had to get to the place with myself to really be like, no, mm-hmm. this is the person that that I want to be with.
0: I think there's also many different layers to this, like deservability, worth issues. You know, like when we were talking about this, not on the podcast, um, exactly what you just said, you were like, like, who else is going to do this? And like, who am I to like get this love so quickly and easily? It just flowed into my reality. And now this person just wants to love me and be my person so i think sometimes when it's like blindsided like you 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 are blindsided you're like oh my god wait but like do i deserve this have i done enough work like am i good enough for this person so i think that's one thing that people need to remember is if this person is coming into your life and truly has pure intentions like truly has pure intentions you don't need to have it all sorted out. You don't need to be in the perfect, perfect, perfect place to receive love because you are always in the perfect place. You are mm-hmm. always where you are meant to be. And you can heal in relationships. You can continue healing in relationships if it's your right person. And to really quickly just jump in here with um, something I've, I is like really just coming through when you were speaking. Um was, I could like hear them being like, this is important. Like you need to put this in. So girls, guys, men, women, whatever you identify with, however you identify, love that for you. So when you are looking for a partner, that's also an issue, looking to begin with. Mm-hmm. So remember what we talked about at the beginning. You are energetic beings so when you are walking around and you're like I need a partner like I deserve a partner like I've done the work your energy is literally sending that message out to everyone around you so then when you will go on a date and you think it's going well and this guy doesn't message you back well perhaps it's because he could feel the need of a partner So instead of that, flip that around and remember that you are whole as you are, you have everything that you need, you are where you are for a reason, clearly you're not with someone right now, because you're not meant to be with them right now for multiple reasons, perhaps the other person's doing the healing, whatever, but everyone does have a divine partner. So when you can truly digest that and integrate that information of knowing, going beyond trust, knowing that you and your partner have set up the perfect meeting before you incarnated on earth, instead, you start to radiate out this energy of, I'm whole and complete the way I am. I love myself. When it happens, it happens. And it's not happening right now. So whatever, I'm not meant to be with someone right now. And immediately your energy changes. And then like all of these people are swarming to you, but it's, you can't trick yourself into being like, oh yeah, I'm whole as I am. Like your vibe literally needs to reflect that. I have definitely experienced that.
1: And at that point where I was like single and still like looking, for me, when I would receive all of that, positive energy I would almost get overwhelmed and find it hard to then know who to filter out or who to filter through or what to do with that energy like oh my god is this the right person oh my god is this the person for me oh my god what about this person well what about that person but they're like blah, blah 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 you know and this was before like really knowing myself who
0: I was I think that that is a beautiful space to be because your connection and your relationship with the universe skyrockets. You have a little chit chat with the uni and you say, okay, I have all these people and now you decide. You make these people cancel on me. You make it hard for me to see certain people. The messages that I get from certain people make me feel a certain way and I don't like that. So bye. Like, you know, and it's not always that easy, but I think a lot of people bypass signs from the universe because they are desperate for something. And that's where I became so comfortable being alone for like almost four years without any touch interaction. I was like, I ain't settling. I'm not down for people who are not going to bring themselves fully to my table because I am more than comfortable sitting at my table and eating alone. Amen. Yes, queen. Yes. You know, though, it's like you have to be okay being that lone wolf and you have to be okay with the decisions that you made. I remember some people just looking at me like, that is crazy. Like, what? You You haven't even kissed someone in that long? And, like, people are, like, getting mad at me being like, dude, just, like, just do it. It's not that big of a deal. And I'm like, well it is to me, sweetheart, and I'm me. So I'm allowed to have this opinion because I'm seeing life through my lens right now. And yeah, I might look back and see things a little differently, but from the education that I have and again, what I've put on my path, this just feels right for me right now. So I'm going to explore this. And I mean, I don't really remember asking you for your opinion. (laughs) (laughs) But thanks for sharing. And anyways, I'm glad
1: you have one. (laughs) But it's really none of my business. Like, yeah. I love
0: that. <laughs> it's not. It's not our business what people say about you. And I think that's also another thing. There's so many girls that are, like, so worried about, you know, like, how many people they've been with or even, the like, the guys that they're talking to worried about, like, what their friends are going to think or whatever. And I'm like, girlfriend, like, that is your experience. Or boyfriend, whatever, who, who whoever you right. are. Like, if you're embarrassed about – Usually it's more so girls that are like embarrassed about how many people they've been with rather than guys, but like, it still happens on both ends. Like for guys, it's more of like a trophy for some weird reason. Sometimes, yeah. You know, maybe other guys, it's like the opposite, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. They absolutely.
1: don't have a lot of experience right. and
0: they like that too, you know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and like, okay. So yeah, this episode is a little different than our other ones, but Hey, I'm here for it and I love it. But I also think it's so important to make sure that you know what you like, just because we're talking about some people being a little less experienced, like how are you supposed to know what your partner is going to want without you knowing what you want and then communicating that, you know, like if you're with someone and being intimate and you're like, Oh my God, they have no idea what they're doing. Well, it's like, do you know even what you like? Have you communicated at all? What feels good for you? And I think a lot of people are like, Oh my God, I don't want to like talk about that. It's awkward. Well then maybe you shouldn't be intimate with that person yet. If you can't even communicate with them, what you desire, what your desires are. That's really, I mean, yeah. Communication on all levels
1: (laughs) in a relationship it's important. So start with talking about the dishes in the sink and then start talking about, you know, your but you like it, and your, yeah. what you like.
0: It. I think that a lot of people are embarrassed to talk about, you know, like their kinks or things that they're into because they think, Oh my gosh, I'm the only person like this is so weird, but I am telling you that you are not the only person and our world is filled with every type of person and regardless of how bad your situation is or what how weird you think whatever you're into is there's always going to be someone out there with either the same thing or a compassionate heart and understanding and if they don't they're not your person and maybe put your pants back on and go home call an uber <laughs> get out of there <laughs>
1: yeah. Or if they just aren't into that and you are, then it's just
0: you agree to disagree. You just yes, yes, that's it. You know, yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. I completely agree with that. There's just things in relationships that, you know, Teal Swan. She's an amazing spiritual teacher, and she has some ideas about compromise that really made me question some things because, from my experience. I really do think that there is a certain amount of compromise that is necessary to make a relationship work. And basically from what I was understanding from hers and I don't wanna say this is it for sure cause I don't know how she was meaning it but from what I was getting, it was kind of like compromise is like the root of stuff not going good. But for me, I'm like, well, I mean, you know, if someone wants to like have a certain type of ice cream And you still, like, you want a different type of ice cream, but you still like that ice cream and you love that person, you're usually just going to be like, oh, let's just get that ice cream because you're still satisfied, you know? And then, like, go and get that other type of ice cream next week that you like, you know? Like, So I I think there's a different perspective you can have about compromise. Yes, and I think as long as
1: you feel satisfied, that word satisfied is super important. Yes. So, okay. So they won't do all colors of the rainbow with you in the bedroom. But are you still going to be satisfied when they're doing red, green, blue, yellow? And maybe they're not going to the violet. Okay, okay, okay. Right. But am I still satisfied with that? Yes. But if the answer is no, okay. Yep, there's more work I- to be done. There's something yes. to be done there.
0: And another thing here is like, I just want to break down the walls of people being afraid to talk about sex and talk about getting intimate, because it is basically what we were put on earth to do to Mm -hmm. no seriously to like explore our bodies in these physical vessels. And of course, to come here and live our lives through joy and everything. But I have certain girlfriends that, like, we get right into it. And it's so fun. We're laughing. We're having such a good time. Just like we are now. It's like, whatever. And then I have friends that I'm, like, talking about something. And, like, it's like you can hear the birds chirping. And I'm like, we need to normalize talking about sex again. Like, it is okay to communicate about our desires. But as long as it's not harming anyone else. Like, you can, like, obviously share your experiences with people that you trust and, like that's how we're also gonna like learn a little bit more right and why not get some tips and tricks here and help (laughs) us out a little bit you know what I mean though like I just think that we need to really start having a different approach when it comes to talking about sex and talking about like our partners and what we want and what they want and what we want yeah and what (laughs) What we we want and what we like and what I want you to do to me just kidding (laughs) Oh and God. then, if
1: you don't want to do that to me, okay, now I have more decisions
0: to make. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but <laughs> it's, it's such a important topic. and I think we need to normalize the stigma around it, yeah. I think
1: I think talking about it in multiple ways, like looking at it like you would look at all facets of, a cut gem or something of a diamond, right? There's like this point and then this thing, and then this thing over here that you can look at, right? There's like the spiritual side and then the very physical side. And then there's the combination of both. And then there's just like the kinky side and then like solo play. And then, you know, there's, there's so many different things.
0: Like, what does that mean? It's interesting. There's a, like, I have had some friends in the past that are like, I've never had an orgasm. And I'm like, oh, you mean like from just like penetration they're like no I've never had an orgasm and I'm like okay so how do you expect your partner to give you an orgasm if you can't even give yourself an orgasm and I think a lot of people get like way too in their heads you know when they're like with their partner wanting to be able to get to that that point right But if you're not able to like feel comfortable and be relaxed, like you're going to be in your mind the whole time. You're not going to allow yourself to just be in the moment and experience what you're experiencing. And again, get to know what you like on your own, like go and have some time with yourself in the bedroom. And now the topic of porn is coming up Mm -hmm. for me because I think that this is. This is exactly what you said with that cut diamond. There are so many different perspectives. But from my perspective, I do think that it is detrimental, personally. I think that it can be detrimental. So hear me out. I feel as though it gives an unrealistic perspective of what women are supposed to look like, of their capabilities of many different things sorry I always say women but I'm also talking about men here too like I love you men any men listening I pr- I'm i not trying to leave you out I'm so sorry it's just from my perspective I'm like this is my experience right like from my yes. womanly experience yes. but I think that it just I can't remember um the statistics of it but it actually has been causing issues in relationships because these husbands or boyfriends or even women are having these surreal expectations of what is going to be happening in the bedroom and I it's just I, I think that again balance whatever floats your boat if you want to i have zero judgment it's just personally not for me And I'm sure that there's more ethical porn out there, Um, porn for women as well, because a lot of it is like super harsh, very like explicit
1: and, you know, very in a way like bringing violence to the act, which I think, which negates the connection to source, which is, you know, taking that away, right? So then we're denying ourselves that connection that we started talking about, right? Yes. So I think that's where you're really, you want people to have that connection, that full experience. But some people either aren't ready, they're not capable at this time of experiencing that, and maybe they need something else and whatever that is. This thing, this um, this porn is filling that need in a way for something, Um, which is really interesting to think about. And um, I know that there are like beautiful, like very like sensual, there's more like sensual pornography that is being shot by female cinematographers, created by female casts, like that put the female um, gender and genitalia like more on display and more in a beautiful light, in a more sacred light than anything else that we've seen. So there is a development and an expansion and awakening on that side more than ever before um, because of our desire and our awakening. So like even the porn industry is expanding its awareness through these other creations through this growth of its desire to now understand and cater to
0: this other part of desire something that's just like coming through here is like that is more exploring love making and sensuality and i think regular porn is like again, just, like, there's, like, violence, and it's so harsh, and it's so intense, and it's, like, that is not connecting to source. You're not accessing different realms through that type of, you know, like, that's not, you're not opening portals through that type of
1: act. Yeah, I, so I'm kind of getting the connection between just our, our reality also or other people's realities right some people experience reality as very violent very discriminatory extremely disturbing um right. and the thing that I'm thinking of you know recently what Netflix um put out this new show called Squid Games oh. and
0: I don't know if you watched the first episode I've actually heard really good things um but actually after I shot the wedding this weekend um we went to go watch it and the the mouthing part didn't match up with the talking and yeah so that was changed pretty quickly I just needed to like decompress and like not have to be like on you know what I mean it's I just needed something like easier my intuition was like not now sweetheart
1: well I'm glad you didn't make it very far (laughs)
0: because oh
1: You know, it's it's very interesting. Well Well, now I need to watch it just to know what you're talking
0: about. Yeah, you're
1: gonna have to watch it and then you'll immediately know and you'll be like, Oh, okay. So I mean I think the reason why it's so popular and the reason why violent pornography is popular and that the news is very popular, that war is popular, all of that that facet Mm -hmm. of reality is something that people are attracted to. They attract themselves to. They create for themselves. They only see in their reality. Yeah. So that's something that I noticed that I'm like, wait, where's the other side to this? I need more of this other side. I need more of this light side. I need more of this connected side. Where are these shows? Yes. Where are these
0: shows? And can I make them? Because I
1: need more of this.
0: To yes, consume absolutely. For myself. Yeah. Gaia is where it's at. I love me some good TV on Gaia. The episodes, anything that you, you know, you can do health, you can look up stuff about ETs, channeling. It's it's such a good platform for people who still want to be able to kick their feet up at the end of the night, decompress. There is no shame in that. No shame some channelers take it so extreme they're like throw out your tv throw out everything i got to that point like a couple years ago i was like i don't want anything in my house and i'm like okay balance like there's some nights where i just want to like watch something and just turn my mind off for a little bit and you know what that's okay that is okay i chose to incarnate at this time with all these different things that i have access to and i want to explore it like Why not? I think the thing that I'm really just missing in
1: the mainstream is that access to more light.
0: I could not agree more. And I think coming back to, like, coming back around to the topic of sex here, I think more light needs to be shed on this topic because it can be a dense topic because I think a lot of people have a lot of trauma. Who doesn't, honestly, at this Mm -hmm. point? Most people, if you open up about something that's happened to you, most likely someone's going to say, oh, my God, thank you for saying that because now I feel like I'm in a safe place and this happened to me too. And it's when you do the healing. It's when you allow yourself to be vulnerable with yourself. It's when you uncover the layers of potentially why you put that on your path. That's going to be hard for some people to hear, but I'm sorry. You did. And when you can uncover that and when you can sit with those feelings and do the healing work, you can bring that light back into the bedroom. Literally, you can bring that light back into your reality regarding sex and what have you and things can really turn around for you. It doesn't need to be a scary a scary thing. Like you can be extremely vulnerable and open with your partner, you know, regardless of what happened to you when you were a young boy or a young girl, or again, however you identify. Right. So I think it's important to, to remember, to like bring back the light into your sensuality, into your sexuality, because it is truly a gift that God has given us to be able to orgasm, to be able to connect with someone on that level. Like, you know, it's so beautiful when you're, Oh gosh. Yeah. It, it, it is. It truly is when you're like making love and it's like making you cry. Like you're tapping into something, you know what I mean? Like that's love. It's like so you're beautiful. tapping into the stream of love, and like you're feeling that, like you're feeling that support from source, you're feeling that connectedness, and through and with another person, right? And just like
1: you said, it really accessing that portal of connection
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to Absolutely. something bigger, yeah. yeah. And like really- you're increasing your psychic awareness, you're healing your aura, like you're doing so many beautiful things for yourself when you're having sex with the right person, with the right intention.
1: Yeah.
0: For yourself. Yeah. For for yourself. Yeah. For yourself. Absolutely. But it can also be with the intention within your relationship. Yeah. Right. But coming
1: back, (laughs) wanting that intention for yourself, for that relationship, for yourself.
0: Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent, Danielle. Well said, my queen. Well, I love love this topic. I know it's a little bit different. I'm sure we'll talk about it again. Right. We have some guests that we want to
1: be bringing on to to talk about this subject a little bit more in depth as like an expert on an
0: expert level. Yes, absolutely. And you know, again, just a little disclaimer here. I just want to say that whatever I say or whatever is being said, I don't want to speak for you, Danielle, but I think it's so important. This is what I have really learned the past three years. Again, we've said this on the podcast before, but I would say, I am this way. I won't do this. I will do this. I am this, blah, blah, blah. Cutting myself off from so much. And anything I express on here, I just want to say to everyone, like I may feel differently tomorrow. Like I am always changing. I am always learning and I am always open to whatever is out there I do not want to cut myself myself off anymore that's not what I want to do I want to be the best version of myself I want to be the most unbiased I want to have as much experience as I can and if I change my opinion from time to time that's just what I'm exploring so I just had to say that because I think it's important I couldn't agree
1: more Madison. and I think That's one of the biggest things that I learned from my therapist was I can change my mind. Yes. Oh,
0: absolutely. A hundred percent. And it's so empowering. It's like, yeah, I did say that and I'm owning that, but also this is how I feel now. And I'm also owning this. So take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Life is constantly changing. We're not meant to have the same opinion our entire lives. Imagine you know having the life that I thought I wanted when I was eight years old and being like I will have that oh my god I'd have 20 kids and I've already been married for eight years or like 10 years like you you know like don't limit yourself do do not limit yourself
1: this was so fun yeah thank you for opening up this topic and getting the juices flowing (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh my god, I love it. That's too good. But yeah, guys, seriously, please keep sending us topics that you guys want us to cover. We absolutely love you guys to pieces. Thank you for coming back time and time again. We love you. Um, Okay, shameless little insert here. We are so appreciative for you guys coming back all the time and we just want to continue to do this and we want to reach as many people as we can. If you can please rate and review and subscribe to our podcast, we would just be so grateful. We love you. We do not want to be annoying with that, but that's this is the world we're in now and this is the way it works. So, if you could just go take a couple minutes to do that, We'll be sending all of our unseen friends over to like reapp your vibe and we're sending you good energy. <laughs> no, but seriously, on a serious note, like we really appreciate it. Yes, we
1: appreciate it. And we do need your help to get more reviews, to get five star reviews so that our podcast grows and is able to shoot up. We are currently on the spirituality chart on Apple Music, but we want to
0: get to number one, don't we Madison? Yes, of course. Yes, we do. Absolutely manifesting that. But honestly, most importantly, we just really want to grow our community. I think, you know, we're learning and we're growing together through this podcast, like we just said, and we want to do that with our soul family. And we want to reach as many people as possible so that we can get more topics, continue to bring the information through that you guys also want. And Kate, just like, honestly, Danielle and I have the most fun when we get on here. It is such a treat. We get so excited. So yeah, we just want to keep doing this. So if you guys could help us out, we just so appreciate it.
1: We really appreciate it. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for reviewing in advance. And if you do feel so inclined, share with some friends who might also need some help in the bedroom. You know what (laughs) I'm saying?
0: to get things going yeah no exactly so we appreciate you guys share this with a friend share this with your mom share this with your dad just kidding well actually (laughs) you might want to but yeah and until next week you guys we absolutely freaking adore you we just are sending so much love and light your way so much love and light till next time bye guys thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode we are so blessed to share this space and time with you if you would like to book a session with danielle and i or both of us with samantha and athena please head over to our instagram at the ascended sisters
1: if you enjoyed today's episode please head over to the review section and give us a five-star review
0: And make sure to subscribe so that you can grow with our soul family each and every episode.
1: We strongly believe in the power of threes. So we want you to take one moment right now and share this episode with three of your closest friends and family.
0: Until next time, love yourself as much as you are loved.